Hey, what's up? It's Mike. And David. The hosts of the Humble Threads podcast. Thank you for checking out our show. Our earlier episodes have great content, but the audio recordings were not the best. However, we have a large catalog of episodes and invite you to skip around and check them out in any order you like. We upload bi-weekly and are available on all podcast platforms. Stay up to date with us on Instagram at humblethreads.network. And as always, stay humble. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Humble Threads Podcast. I am David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. What is going on, everybody? A lot has happened since we last talked. Mike, I know you got a lot to talk about. I got a lot to talk about. How has your life been, buddy? Dude, I mean, like, for me, like, life's been okay. Like, life's been pretty good lately. Like, things have been, you know, on the up and up. You know, my wife's been, been, you know, she's finally, like, getting into the actual job that she got uh, she got picked up with at the beginning of this year so we've had a lot of uh just kind of ups and downs with her kind of learning about you know, what she has to do there uh as well as we found out that you know since her job is, is is very like client focused like she's had a couple snow days the past couple of days and she was like man you know if if i didn't really want to be you know i kind of really want to be at work and and you know she couldn't be there and um you know so we've been cha- we've been kind of like you know be okay with the fact that she has been able to get in and get some things done because you know she's still so new, right? Yeah. Uh, there's still so much for her to learn, so much for her to uh, figure out. Uh, and you know, besides that, uh, obviously this uh, the fall, the past weekend, not this weekend, the past weekend, um, you know, was the big V Day, the Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, we 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 don't we don't do, we don't do anything too crazy uh, for Valentine's Day for us, you know. We're, you know, we've been married uh, for over a year now, and uh, we we you know we like to always kind of keep things uh, interesting um, from time to time. Whether that's uh, like ordering out from like a nice restaurant, um, or just going to do something kind of like spontaneous um, yeah. to try to keep things uh, you know exciting and whatnot. So this past weekend, you know, we knew we knew it was going to be Valentine's Day. Uh, we knew that it was a Sunday, right? And like, I didn't want to do anything on a Sunday. I usually don't want to do anything on a Sunday. If I'm not if I'm not recording this podcast, I usually just like to play video games and just do a whole bunch of nothing on Sundays. Yeah. Um, but either way, you know, we we actually ended up uh, we've been trying to get her her own Xbox mm-hmm. uh, because she's been borrowing her uh, sister's Xbox for the past like six months, almost almost to a year now at this point. And uh, you know, finally she asked for it back. So we so we were like, all right, well, we'll we'll go on the hunt and try to find it. Little did we know that Xboxes, like the OG Xbox Ones, like whether they're the Slims or anything like that, they, they're not in production anymore, right? Because like the new Xbox X and all that stuff. Yeah, like you can't find them. Like at least not in our area. Like every retailer is sold out, and they have no idea when they're going to get them in again. So we like bottom line is we ended up going over to GameStop and just and just getting a uh, like a pre-owned certified refurbished one. Um, mailed over to us, which we, I know it arrived. It's great, and and we and we love that. And to make the to make the rest of that day a little more special, because uh, we did kind of all of our Valentine's Day stuff the Saturday, the day before Valentine's, because again Sunday we don't want to do anything. Uh, so we ended up going out for brunch at a local spot uh, that we absolutely love going to. Had one of the wildest eggs Benedict like kind of like deals, if you know what that is, you know, a little bit of hollandaise sauce, poached egg, and usually like some kind of meat on an English muffin. But instead of the English muffin this time around, it was a uh, deep fried apple turnover. Mm-hmm. 
and like I'm, you know, it's it was crazy, but it was really really delicious, and I'd probably try to have it again. And that that evening, we ended up actually going to get wings at a local bar uh, to bring home, and it was just again nice the evening overall. But dude, man, like so, like things have been okay for us. It's been a little busy, um, but uh, you know, it's been going well. You know, but I you know I know I know you've got some stuff going on. So, David. Like let like let me in a little bit into the world of graves and like I know there's been some stuff going on and let's just get it all all out on the table you know but my one of my favorite podcasts says you know uh, let's put the tiger on the table and shout at it like let's like let's just have it let's just let you know let's hear it all out man, man. yeah but, I got I got like two big stories for you guys you know um, one good thing that I always say like this is kind of fun for me I'm like it's like therapy and you guys get to enjoy it and, and being on it with us and we get to hear you guys' response you know whether it's through our streams or whatever, people have texted me and said it's great. But first story, man, I, I don't know if any of you guys have had identity theft or have been through that. Um, if you have or haven't, I would recommend you guys getting a cyber agency or someone that like monitors your, your credit and everything else like that. But um, in 2019, some person took my identity and they opened Yikes. up two Verizon accounts under my identity, like under my name. Uh, so a detective from the Westchester police, I, I won't mention his name, but he reached out to me and said, Hey, this is going on, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I talked to my cyber agency. We were on the phone forever with Verizon. And then they said, all right, it's cool. It's handled. It's done. I said, cool. So end of December, like coming into the new year, I get two letters in the mail saying, Hey, you have an overdue balance on two accounts in your Verizon account. And I said, huh, I don't have a Verizon account, so that doesn't make any sense. So I call Verizon, I'm like, yo, can you tell me what's going on with these accounts? What what's like why why is it saying that I'm overdrafted? Like I'm not I'm not I don't have Verizon, so what's up? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, it just says there's two accounts on your name, blah blah. I was like, I don't have any accounts. So then immediately it smacks me in the face like they didn't handle this two years ago. Yeah. This has been going on for two years. So I was like, Damn. Do you guys have record of this? accident happening because you guys took this they said you handled it blah whatever whatever's going on and they're like oh yeah we don't have any record of this so i was like okay cool i just i was like I'll, I, I was like okay thank I, i'm done i don't want to have this conversation anymore i hung up the phone i called my cyber agency yeah. and said hey this is still going on this was two years ago what's going on yeah so they're like oh we'll partner you with this one lady and whatever's happening i didn't talk to her from a week from when i called her so she was taking forever yeah. to answer the phone so then I finally get in the hold with her and they were like, oh yeah, her answering machine is broken or whatever. But I was like, I don't need the excuses. I just want to get this handled. So eventually we called them back and like, oh, the accounts are closed, but you're still being charged and whatever. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm so confused on what's going on. So I was like, how yeah. do we fix this? Because I'm done with both of you guys. Like, how do we fix this? And like, well, you just need a new police report. And once you get the police report, you put it back through a portal, which takes forever because you need identification check, which yeah. is a license. You need a proof of insurance, which is where your address is. And then you need like one other thing for like your proof of your address. So it was it was a big thing. I was so I, I was mad because two years my credit has been taking hits. And like I haven't really noticed because I've Oh yeah, credit. yeah. So I haven't bought anything with my right. that has to do with my credit. So I'm like Yeah, you God. haven't needed to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, thank God I didn't get like Ash's engagement ring or anything, because I would have been like, what the you know what I mean? So, right. It, it was a yeah. big process. That's that's the first story, and it's still going on. I don't know if they've closed it yet. I'm hoping they close it. Uh, Mike, I don't know. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you what, man. Like, nah. I mean, like I, you know, never never personally experienced anything like that. You know, knock on all the wood, literally in my vicinity. But like, um, I, it has happened to my mom. I, um, you know, it happened to her actually twice. Uh, over uh, yeah, like 
two different two different accounts twice you know this was this was a couple of years ago like this was probably over 10 years ago at this point but like this was like early cyber attack kind of shit like trying to buy a plane ticket to dubai or something <laughs> and, and you know like like probably skimmed her card off of like a you know a sketchy gas station um, reader yeah. and just went trying to ball out to dubai uh you know thankfully you know it, because of that stuff like it's it's one of the biggest reasons these days that when whenever it comes to buying anything expensive, I always buy on credit. I always buy on credit because credit is in my in my opinion. I'm not a financial expert. Please don't take my advice. But in my opinion, um, you know, when you're spending someone else's money, when you're spending credit, mm-hmm. um, you there's a there's a barrier between you and your actual money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that that it's it's it, it pains me i can feel feel my heart you know tearing apart because like that's like i know like i i've i've experienced that second hand from my mom mm-hmm. so like i know i know what that must feel like you know you feel like you you don't have control you feel like someone's kind of running around yep. acting like you just you know opening up stuff balling out going to the mall buying all their stuff yep. but yeah man I'll, like hey I know you're still in the thick of it but look <laughs> look ahead man you know you're innocent you know you, you know this isn't you so like you know I, I you know I, I'm sending all the all the positive energy your way you know hopefully this will come to resolution uh, uh, sooner uh, than later for I'm, sure I'm hoping it's, it's been two years so I'm hoping that that gets handled and whatnot but this this ties into my Valentine's Day which you know uh, Valentine's Day me and my girlfriend sometimes celebrate sometimes we don't because honestly December is like a big holiday in general because we have her birthday then we have Christmas yeah and then our anniversary is on Christmas which was probably dumb of me to do, but I did it. So then we had that. So like, and there's like five or six different family parties that she has in between there. So money's just going out the window. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So I, and recently uh, that goes into, this will tie into Valentine's day as far as like how money goes and everything else like that. I kind of told her like, you know, sure. You know, maybe we should take it easy, you know, figure out what we need to do because um, I might have to make a big boy decision pretty soon. Um, I, I've recently been talking to my job about getting a full time, doesn't seem like yeah. they're budging, um, and it's been affecting, like, my, my relationship with Ashley, just, like, in general, as far as, like, her kind of carrying the load and me not being able to, like, I, I, it's like, I pay my bills, I pay the bills that I have to help her with, and then it's like, damn, well, we still got to get groceries and stuff, so, kind of hard to do when you're right. only part-time making, like, $600 every two weeks, so, um, I decided to, like, be a nice boyfriend, I was like, I don't know, like, what do I get her? I'll, I'll get her balloons, so I got her, like, balloons and some chocolate, on like Thursday because sure. she was off because she worked the whole weekend. So I was like, let's do that. Um, got her that. Sunday comes around. We get the argument, which was hilarious because she was like, she tweeted something. My girlfriend has a very interesting way of letting me know when she's upset. She doesn't like to talk about oh. things. She texts. Yeah. So she was just Uh-oh. like, uh, I guess I'll buy myself some flowers. And I was like, damn i was like you i was like then i looked from up from my phone i was like is this how you? i was like seriously she was like yeah wow. i was like did you read the balloons and she was like oh happy valentine's day and whatever and oh and i was like uh-huh okay. yeah okay. wow so then then she like deleted the tweet yeah yeah like, yeah she was like i love the balloons don't get me wrong like i don't want to sound ungrateful i was like Okay, and then she was like, you know, next time I, I would just like flowers. I don't know. I was like, the flowers are gonna die. And like, I just like was like, you know what? I'm gonna go take Koda for a walk. I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Because the credit thing, right? And then my job, and then that. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole like rough weekend, but you know, we we finally came together. We talked about it. You know, we moved past it. Everything's hunky dory. Good. But that was my Valentine's Day weekend. I, so. I, 
Look, I get, I, I, I get it that like a lot of people like, like some, some men, some women. So you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's a lot. Some people like, like a little something on, on that day. Whether well, you know, whether it's just because that's just the, you know, the society or, or the environment they were, they were raised in, and that's just, there was always made to be something special. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I think that it's to some degree like it's a little overrated the holiday because like if you love somebody that you shouldn't be like re- like relying on this one day a year to show that you love this person a little extra yeah. but like it, but it but it all, but i mean like at the same time like it's a, it's a constant reminder that like even if you know no matter what like all year you need to be kind of throwing your a game and then on this this one particular day although you've been throwing your a game all year it's just it's just like a little gesture. Like we've talked about this earlier on. I think episode one of this podcast. Go listen yeah. back if you have if you haven't heard. If you're a brand new listener to the podcast, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about little pebbles, right? We talked about um, how you know penguins they mate for life, and the male penguin will always go out and find like shiny little pebbles to bring back to their uh, their significant other. And like you know, when when you really maintain that kind of culture in the relationship, that there's always these little pebbles that kind of come around. And again, pebbles aren't necessarily have to be bought they can be an experience that you can provide together whether it's like a you know it could just be a nice walk it could be a nice outing it could be whatever it could be surprising with a little extra uh, like you know doordash food or something who knows um so yeah a lot lot goes a a lot can go or little can go a long way is is kind of where i'm going going with that but but yeah i mean valentine's day man it's it's a it's a it's a rocky road sometimes it was rough and and just just the moral of those two stories guys like you know um especially like i wanted to uh, express a lot of this stuff. Me and Mike have said we'll be pretty much transparent with you guys about what's going on and everything else like that, but not so transparent where it's going to get us in trouble. But at the yeah. same time, um, as much as all this stuff's going on with me, and sometimes I let it like get to me too much, where I start to let life like escape me because I'm so focused on these things. Um, I knew Valentine's Day was coming up, so at the same time, and she understood that I was under a lot of stress. I was under a lot of pressure as far as money and everything else like that, because you're just thinking about money, money, money. I need to, uh, how am I going to make this work? Whatever. And I tell Mike, I've been door dashing. I've been making it work. I hustle. I'll figure a way out. But no matter how hard life is, don't don't let the things that are getting you down uh, skew your vision of what's in front of you and what's happening. So I still yeah. knew Valentine's Day was coming up. I had to get my girlfriend something. I was like, I need to let her know I still love her. I cherish her. And I'm happy she's going through this with me. And, you know, she's always been my rock when it's a hard place. She's been there through whatever. So no matter no how doubt. bad the stuff you're going through is, make sure you turn around and say, huh, I did do all this. Or I do have all that. I, I forgot about that. We, we got this. We'll make it through it. So, you know, I hope you guys are yeah. having, having, if you're going through anything sp- like hard, take a step back. Maybe you're listening to this to get through it, and I'm glad you are. But um... you just gotta practice that attitude of gratitude when you when you when you are fully conscious of what you have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. You know, life can be a beautiful place. And speaking of being grateful for something, Mike, we got our Yo. own superstar on the podcast, Michael. Ah, uh, not really. <laughs> Let me know what's going on, man. You, you recently? Yeah. So. So, like, for those of you who's, who've been kind of paying attention to me, whether on stream or Twitter or, or if we're in the Discord or anything like that, uh, you'll know that, you know, my, one of my prior personas uh, in my early 20s was a signed musician of a progressive hardcore band uh, called Gladiators. We were signed to CI Records. We had a two-album contract. Got to play a lot of amazing shows. We got to tour a good portion of the country. Did a lot of really cool stuff together. A lot of things that most people, like, you know, dream of, we actually got to do. Um, we got got to meet a lot of my heroes in the industry, which was pretty wild. But regardless, you know, you know, things kind of moved forward, and eventually, we, you know, we finished our contracts and kind of decided that 
you know, we wanted to pursue a lot of adult things in life and, you know, get houses, get married, have kids, you know, do things, you know, with our life that that original lifestyle wasn't really affording for us. And so, you know, we, we've, we've kind of been dormant for a long time. My guitarist, Josh, has been working on some studio stuff, which is absolutely killing it. Really love what he's been producing. But besides all of that, uh, my producer, uh, his name is Ricky Armelino. He's the um, vocalist of a band called Hawk. Um, he was previously the vocalist of a band called This or the Apocalypse. Um, but he, uh, they are in the process of working on some brand new singles. And uh, there's a new single that they're coming out. I cannot give you the name of it yet because it's unreleased. Um, but there's a new single coming out. And it, in that single, it's a, it's, there's like a, a sequence where um, there's going to be like a room in, in the video where like all of the walls are covered in memorabilia from my, my, my band, Gladiators. And there'll be like posters on the wall. There'll be like, news, uh, like paper, newspaper printouts. There'll be like uh, all sorts of pretty cool stuff around. And uh, so they needed they uh, so my producer needed us to uh, go out to his 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 house, which is like his house is like a full on content house. Like he like for for bands for music. Like he's a he's a producer. He's a full on studio in this house. Um, he's got a whole bunch of people living there with him, um, creating stuff for him and with him. And uh, so we had to go out there to do a photo shoot um, because they they told us that because they need to be able to out one of the rooms with a bunch of our gear with a bunch of our memorabilia for a sequence in the in the music video and i know this sounds cryptic but i really can't give you much more than that um just you know stay tuned we um you know it maybe it should the, the video will be out sometime in march or april may, at least sometime before the summer but regardless um so we had to do this like full-on photo shoot the whole band finally back together the, i don't think we've all been in the same room for like five years and uh, it was it was amazing because the the photographer who was shooting us for the for this uh, for all these new promos essentially that they're going to be using in the video uh, was like, "Yo, is this like a bachelor party? Like you guys like you guys like like you guys? Yeah, I know you haven't seen each other in a while, but it, like honestly, you guys don't miss a beat." And it's and then you know that got me thinking, right? Like that. So like all of that stuff aside, you know, basically that's my involvement in the video is we just had to do a bunch of photo shoots, so there'll be a lot of prints and stuff like that. I can't really. I know it's. I know it's like I'm. I'm dangling um, the the tease over top of you about what the video is all about, but I really can't give that to you just yet. Um, but so stick with us. We'll talk more about it at, um, as it releases. When it, when it releases, we'll do a full breakdown or something like that, and we'll talk about it. But but like this whole thing got me thinking, right? Because like again, I have like these these guys I consider brothers. Like I've we've been through like blood, sweat, and tears touring. Like in, you know, five dudes in a van touring throughout the country, going to major cities, playing major shows. Um, doing all sorts of cool stuff and like we you know we really bonded as as family and uh it sucks that you know as as the band kind of decided to like go on like an indefinite hiatus that like um or at least uh, like just kind of go quiet for a while because obviously like i said my, my guitarist has been working on some studio stuff um which is absolutely nuts um uh, but regardless uh it got me thinking like the like how much value there is in like reaching out to the people that really you know, mean something to you that maybe just because of quarantine, maybe because of of the way your life's been moving, um, it really it's really valuable to reconnect with those individuals. Because I mean, obviously, again, we're we're we are existing in a pandemic, and it's not easy to be able to go see people that maybe live in different states or or different towns or or, or you know certain drives away. But you know, we live in a virtual world these days. You know, it, whether it's social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, mm -hmm. and you know. There's a lot of value that I that I that I'm now thinking about, like you know, who else can I reconnect with? Because, 
you know, when we left uh, the shoot this morning, we you know we went out and got like a breakfast at a diner together. We just, we just talked about old times. We talked about new times. You know, my my drummer recently um, had a child, so he, and the child, the kid, his kid is uh, his son is almost one year old, and it's just incredible to to see him as a dad because this man is like. Like if you know Animal from from uh, the Muppets, like the like the crazy dude that usually hits drums, that was my drummer. Yeah, he was an absolute wild child. I have stories like that that would that are certainly R rated, and we cannot talk about him on this um, podcast of, from him because he he was just a wild child in the band. But now he's like settled down. He's married. He's got a house. He's got a kid. Like it's incredible to see what five years does to somebody, you know. Um, so I don't know about you, man, but like. Uh, what do you think about like reconnecting with friends? Like, is there, is there, do you think there, like, maybe not name any names, but like, do you, are there anyone in your life that, like, you know, you just kind of miss hanging out with? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll name all the names because these, these are the people I've, I've grown up with my whole life. Um, Word. Like, my neighborhood, like, you, you've met a lot of my friends from my Discord and everything else like that, but it's funny because I grew up in a neighborhood where all of my friends lived, like, you know, maybe like one minute down the street. I could walk up to anywhere, I could do whatever I got to do. I still keep in touch with them. It is sad because, and, and you think back to some of the things that people post online, like one of these days, like some one of those days that you went out to go play with your friends was the last day y'all went out to go play like kickball or whatever. Damn. That hit me just, that hit me like a ton of bricks when yeah, you just said that, man. You're that. so right. Yeah, so I, You're I, so I, right. I There's, went through all Oh, that. wow. Yeah, I went through all that with them. I remember we used to go play handball. I still play video games with them a lot. Uh, we had like, we, we play Call of Duty all the time, but it's so funny that us getting older, um, a lot of us are like really talented and creative and everything else like that the guy who has our um who does our intro song um it's my friend brett aka composure the money sign isn't is the s or whatever but he just came out yeah. with another uh, ep it's called apocalypse 2 so go check that out um I, I really need to shout him out on the podcast and give him some some uh publicity there it's amazing it's amazing so go check it out but Re, re- just a humble plug. Yeah, humble plug. But he's he's really good. I've been to him <laughs> since he does our intro and outro, so go check that out. But yeah, he deserves it. There's one person that I, I haven't talked to in a while, and it's funny that you bring that up. It's my friend Les. We went to the Philadelphia Art Institute together, and it was funny because I sat down, and he sat down, and during that time, like I, I always want to do a bunch of different things. I'm never stagnant in what I want to do. I want to make sure I'm doing everything I can, but at the time, I wanted to make a comic book. So I had the story. Uh, the comic book name is Origin. I might show you guys something eventually later. I'm, I'm still working with him on it. But I sat down. He was drawing. And I looked at his drawing style. And I was like, dude, that's the style I want. Like, that's the style that needs to happen. I was like, yo, like, you do illustration? He was like, yeah, I do illustration. And I was like, okay, have you ever thought about making a book? He was like, honestly, I'm not the best writer. I need a writer. And I was like, oh, this is this is meant to be. Because, like, I, I love writing. I'm, I'm really imaginative. So... Me and him went to school together. Unfortunately, the Art Institute got shut down. Um, we all went our separate ways. We went home. Me and him were like best friends. We'd walk from class. We'd be in class. We'd be dying about certain things. There's stories I could tell that are kind of rated R from him, especially being in art class, drawing models and stuff, which is hilarious. But um, we recently just reconnected. I was talking to him. He's doing good. I remember he was in a rough spot. He has a girlfriend. Uh, so shout out to him for that. Congratulations. They seem very happy together. And I was like, dude, have you ever thought about, you know, coming back to Origin? Um, you know, I, I don't want to hit you up just to seem like I just want to make the comic book. I was like, I appreciate you and our conversations. I mean, he's like, honestly, man, he's like, I never stopped thinking about it. He's like, I, I would think about it every single day since like the last time we met. And I was like, dude, I've been thinking about it every single day. He's like, yo, you know what we need to do? He's like, let's set up a timeline. I said, all right, let's set up a timeline. I said, you do the cover. I'll pay you for the cover because I don't want you doing free work because who knows where this goes. 
you do the cover, I'll make sure I write the first issue and we'll take it from there. So right now we're working on that. Um, we, when we were working on it before, we had a bunch of people coming to us, a bunch of different apps like, hey, we want your book on this app. We want your book on this app because they saw some of the sketches. They saw some of the storylines and we had a lot of people who wanted it on there. Um, but we're young. We're in college. We didn't really know what we wanted to do. So hopefully we still get the same hype when it comes back out. Who knows? Netflix. I know you're, I know you're, you're, you're slacking on some content, so we got you. But um, I, That's really, what's up. I really appreciate talking to him and uh, reconnecting with him. So uh, this this getting older, getting older and thinking about getting like just just how how many things have changed and things that you've done when you're younger. So I, I definitely agree with that. I know. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, guys, thank you for coming this far. And I'm going to say this. Don't think we didn't notice. Thank you for the hundred plays. That is ridiculous. Thank you, guys. Let's go. Crazy. I, oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I lit up when I, as soon as we saw that because we had five episodes out and we and we got above a hundred plays. Now that's a small milestone to some like you know big name podcast, but you know for us, you know, just just getting started with what we were doing the, in the early stages of our journey, finally seeing that first hundred plays, it really means a lot. I sent I sent Graves a text with a little champagne bottle next to, it, and like he was like, "What? I didn't even notice." And it's just, you know, it, it's really awesome, uh, and we and we can't thank everyone enough for you know supporting us for listening, for giving us feedback, for helping us improve, um, because this is honestly a journey for us just as much as it is for you to listen to, yep. and uh, we've been really enjoying it. But, you know, uh, moving moving forward with the podcast flow, we are going to take a quick break and have a, have a, a message from our sponsor, and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, it is 2021 and, you know, if, if any of you were awake during 2020, there has just been an unbelievable amount of things going on in our world that honestly need to be talked about more often. Honestly, you know, there are people out there of all different uh, races, ethnicities, backgrounds, walks of life that, you know, need a little more support. Uh, David, uh, you know, bringing, bringing this topic into the podcast today, uh, you know, it means, it means a lot that we, that we are, uh, you know, trying to draw some kind of attention to this because we want to, you know, help out our, fe uh, our fellow friends all over the place. Uh, so what do you, well, what do you, uh, what do you want to bring on to, uh, today? Oh, most definitely. Um, especially when we touch on these topics, guys, it's, it's more or less to bring light to the situation and just, you know, we have a platform and on our platform, I will always try and make sure we do something with it to advocate, you know, love, not hate, anything that has to do with that. Um, especially with that happy black history month people. Um, but on top of that, uh, there's, there's been stuff going on in the news headlines with, you know, I, th I thought we were leaving some stuff back in the past, but, um, there's a lot of hate going towards, you know, our Asian Americans, um, and, and our Japanese Americans, because as ignorant as people are, they try and clump them all together. But, um, things that are going on that, that have been kind of making me upset, you know, um, especially being an African American man, I I've seen a lot of injustice and heard a lot of injustice, um, lost some people to injustice and it, it is what it is and we keep moving forward, but, you know, I, I brought up this topic for you guys to know that no matter where you're at, if you see something happening, you know, if, if, if you want to speak up, if you want to lend a hand, and even if you don't want to speak up, if you want to donate to charities or anything that has to do with that, it's okay. You know, um, I always want to be that person to, to let people know that we all have voices and we all have power and we all have something behind us that can help people. Uh, recently, there's been some attack, like I said, on Asian Americans. Um, some elderly Asian Americans have been pushed down. 
um, pushed down and also passed away due to certain injuries. Um, I don't bring these topics to bring you guys down. It's to more or less to lift you up, to open your eyes to certain things that are happening. Um, so I, I just wanted to touch on that briefly. My hearts go out to you guys. My prayers go out to you guys. And I hope everyone who's listening can take the step forward and say, hey, you know, if you see something, go play out. Well, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Uh, get, make it stop. It makes, yeah. me, it makes me sad. Uh, like I said, so our hearts go out to you. We love you guys. Um, I, I hope this stops and we can move forward and leave all this. Just leave it. Leave it. You know what I mean? So, Yo, absolutely. I mean, like, I think what's important to remember is you don't have to be able to move mountains to be somebody's hero. Yep. And, like, it, it, it's as easy as sometimes it's just, like, you know, being courteous to hold that door for somebody or or, or to, you know, help someone um, back up if, if you see them get pulled down. Um, you know, so again, I agree. Like, this is something that is, that is not being spotlit for anything other than the fact that we want to, we want to be able to help. We want to be able to, uh, you know, support everyone around us, no matter where you're from, uh, who you are or, or what you look like, because, you know, we, we do like to present this whole oneness that we are, you know, the human race and we want to, you know, see everybody thrive. Um, you know, but speaking about that, you know, you know, you're bringing this, uh, with this next topic in here, this. Uh, talking about this generation gap, right? Yeah. Because we're starting to see it, right? Because now we are kind of elder, uh, moving into the elder millennials, if you think about it. Because you know, I'm a, I'm a 1990 kid. You're what? You're 94, 94. Uh, kid. So like, we are we kind of um, exist in the tail end of the, of the millennial generation, which ended in '96. Um, Gen Z is now uh, uh, 97 and prior, and then before us, uh, what what was it? The Boomers, right? Yeah. Um, or the Gen. Well, I'm not sure exactly which ones they were, like but that, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely things that like, even just like noticing between like my parents, me, and then the generation beneath me that mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going around. Like, what do you think? Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing, especially with the generation gap. And that's why I brought it up because, you know, the world, younger people are more accepting. I would say you're, you're learned hate. You, you don't come out of the womb with hate. You come out of the womb with love. And that's one big thing I, I wanted to say. But um, it was funny because... I want to say two weeks ago, I guess they were testing some jet around my house because we do have an airfield uh, in Coatesville with, uh, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure it's public. So they were, it seemed like they were testing some fighter jets. So they were doing like loops around our house and everything. So my neighbor's son comes out and he's like, oh, David, what, what do you think's going on? I was like, I think they're just testing a jet. And he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, what do you think they're going to like bomb us or something? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think that's happening. And we get into a conversation about everything. He's like, oh, Dave, when the purge happens, we're coming to your house. And I was like, huh. And his like stepdad, me and him are talking. And he's like, Dave, when the zombie apocalypse happening, yeah, it's me and you, man. So it's funny to think about how much that has changed and how much entertainment has put a, kind of a divide between how people think. When we were younger, I know a lot of my friends were always like, dude, the zombie apocalypse is going to happen. We got to have a Jeep. We're going to Home Depot. You, Home Depot has everything. And now everyone's like, dude, the purge. There's people going to be killing people. So it's just funny to think about how kids nowadays think of the, the most natural disaster that could happen is the purge. As far not natural disaster, like human race disaster that could happen is the purge. And for us, seeing The Walking Dead, playing Left 4 Dead, and like all those games is like a zombie apocalypse. So it's just funny yeah. seeing those two different things. Because um, I even brought it up to him. I was like, you're not worried about like zombies coming? He was like, David, come on now. Let's be real. I was like, come on now. Let's be real. You really think the purge is going to happen? Like, come on now. So it's just funny seeing that type of stuff. Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, I mean, like, 
to think about like the purge and, and then again just just cluing people in if you don't know what the purge is right it's it's a you know it's based on a uh, on a set of on a set of films that, that the idea that this one day a year that there is no rules there's no laws you can kill steal do whatever you want um and it's you know you, you either batten down the hatches and hope you survive the night or you know you're out there doing the crazy stuff so like yeah you're right i mean like but because if you think about it like there hasn't really been like maybe may, like correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this whole zombie movie like genre era is kind of like going by the wayside a bit, and and there are new you know like purge like movies and or like uh, you know media in our culture that are coming out because of like the, all of the social unrest. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's definitely interesting to see that generation gap for sure, and it's very polarizing in mm -hmm. terms of like what the younger generation is either afraid of or like deems like more likely because yeah. yeah there was i can definitely remember a time when my in my younger years where we're like yo zombies like <laughs> they, they could they, like that like because i mean like you know resident evil you know 21 whatever day 28 days later like all those movies that were they, it was so zombie focused it was like ooh, the the vaccine went it went wrong and everyone became a zombie and it's like you kind of you know you kind of hear a little bit of that banter from the older generations when when like the original COVID um, vaccine started going around. They're like, uh oh, what, what if what if what if we all become zombies because of this? And it's like, you know, it's it's just that old that generation gap. And like the kids are now are like, you know, we're not worried about zombies. We're we're just worried about each other. Like we're worried about like, you know, someone coming out here. You know, we got to defend against. It's not, and it's no longer people against like an enemy. It's mm -hmm. more, it's just people on people. Which is hilarious. Um, but that speaking on that, like you know. Yeah. And one thing that can stays consistent with generations is teamwork. And I know Mike wanted yeah. to bring this up, um, especially in the things like we were saying, zombie apocalypse, the purge, either way you're making your own team and you're combating either one. So yeah, uh, Mike, I got to work together. Your, I want to hear your take on the teamwork. Topic. Yeah. I mean like, so obviously we, we, we have existed in a social, socially distanced virtual world since March of 2020 of last year when when things really kind of hit the fan and we and everyone was either moved out of offices into like work from home environments or you know restaurants shut down or the restaurants that have now reopened you got to sit like two tables apart from from everybody or like you know there's just so much going down that it is kind of pushing people away from the physical world and and um you know in in terms of that like i think about kids on playgrounds like you don't see kids running around playgrounds right now because they're not really allowed to you know be together and, and have collaborative fun and it got me really thinking about a couple types of games that you know what one game particularly that we've been playing a lot of here in our free time uh but games like rust or arc or uh valheim uh, brand new game that came out um you know we're seeing a spotlight on these kind of like survival collaborative gameplays um you know whether they're on private or or public servers uh, and what and what's crazy about these games is like you know you're it's if you think back to like the days of minecraft right like you're dropped into a world you have nothing you have to just the, the only objective is to survive you got to cut down trees you got to you know mine the ore to be able to make the swords to be able to make the the boards to make the house to do whatever to make the fire to stay alive to cook your cook your food and and so like nowadays like since we are so separated we are we are kind of told hey we want you to play play with each other but you can't play you know you can't play in the same way you used to uh, you know we're seeing games like this like really really get spot uh, spotlight i mean they've always been around like games like rust have been around for a long time but like now it's kind of in my at least in my opinion it's 
it's taking on this whole new collaborative play, you know, the opportunity to work towards a common goal, whether it's crafting, adventuring, or just working together to try to build a city. I mean, look, like I know like the crew that we've been, uh, that we play games with uh, has been going absolutely crazy in uh, Valheim. And, uh, and I, I joined their server for the first time, what, yesterday? And, yeah. And and these guys, I mean, the the game's been out for like a week, maybe like a week and a half at this point. And I and I joined their server, and they've got like the most impressive, like looking like little city being starting to form. And I and I've all, and I in, a, in my own little private server, I've only been online for like three hours in there trying to make a little house and like you know not not die to the to just the <laughs> the elements outside. And and I get here, I'm like, wow, gang, like you guys have really put some thought into this. I, I think I even said like it looks like you guys. Like it looks like you guys didn't build any of this. It looks like you just kind of showed up on site and it just happened to have been there. Like that's how good a lot of this collaborative like construction has been. Yeah. And it just got me thinking about like how valuable games like this are right now, uh, in like a teamwork, you know, team building uh, situation, uh, specifically for people our age that you know don't go or don't think to want to go to like a a playground or something like that, yeah. like. You know, I don't know. What, what's been your experience with the game? I know you've been playing a bit. I mean, I just think a lot of this stuff is hilarious. When you look at games like Rust, Ark, uh, Minecraft, they're not the most, like, texture-heavy games, graphic-heavy games, and they do amazing. Yeah. Like, they're just... They, they yeah. are, like, the highest-grossing games. Or, like, they, they have the... Like, you go on... Di or, not Discord. You go on Steam, and you see, you know, the top downloaded games, and they're right up there, but... There's been other games like that where, you know, they made The Division. Uh, the Division is a great game, but it didn't do as big as Rust and Ark and Valheim and everything else like that. And it's just funny to see the major developers trying to, like, hit at this type of genre of game. But the indie developers come out and be like, hey, here's this game. And then one person plays and like, oh, my God, it's crazy. Then the next person it takes over. Um, but also, yeah, Valheim, I, I haven't felt like this in a while. And I, I think... They did the greatest combination of games. Um, they, they, it feels like they took Fable, yeah. they took Minecraft, they took Rust, um, and they took all of those type of games and mended them into one because on top of building, securing things, and getting all that stuff done, you battle bosses. So pretty much you're building towards mm -hmm. getting to the next level, the next level, getting like battling new things, uh, getting the challenge to have. Um, and then, then getting that trophy to say, yo, we killed this. So, like, anyone who comes into the server, they'll see the trophies on the wall. Like, oh, my God, you guys killed like, Yeah, we killed this. Um, but I do have to shout out Billy. Billy is the one who's been grinding on that server. The mastermind. Yeah. So, like, we – and I've been grinding with him when I'm on there and everything. And it's funny. When Mike came in, Mike was like, holy crap, you guys you guys did this? And I was like, yeah, just go in our houses. We got, like, extra gear in there. Like, just take some extra gear. And we're just, like, throwing free stuff at Mike. And we're like, let's go, man. Like, we're, we're, we're in here now. So, uh, yeah, just thinking about these type of games that have to deal with, like, teamwork. I think it's just – it's just that – it's like Dungeons & Dragons. It's that same adrenaline rush as, like, yo, I'm getting my buddies. We're building this. And then we're going to go beat some crap up. Like, this is what we're going to go do. So, um, Battle Royales kind of have that same type of aesthetic. You know, being that number one, getting that type of adrenaline rush. But there's nothing better than getting with your friends and saying, yo, there's a big three-headed troll, and we got to gear up and get some bronze armor. Somebody needs a bow. We're tossing fireballs. Like, it, that's that's the best feeling ever. So um, I'm glad that game came out. I'm glad developers keep chipping away at that, that uh, you know, genre. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's getting old.
I think I think honestly, my favorite thing about it is like there there is no specific storyline. Like there, there there's so much world to explore and create and work either as a team or solo. Yeah. Um, that like you can literally choose to play this game however you want. There's no like there is no number one way to play this game. Like you can you can either just lock down one area, stack it up, you know, go out and adventure and then come back to that one area, or you can build like mini towns and cities all over the map and and have different places to stay. Um, you know, it's 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 re like it. I, I've played, you know, Ark and Rust and, and Minecraft before, but but when when Valheim came out, like this this game, like I I I even I remember even asking Billy and and, and to give him his full uh, his full uh, his handle, his name is Billy DG Dog. Uh, you can find him on Twitch and uh, Twitter and, and most places <laughs> else. But like, but regardless, he's he's a good friend of ours. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, when when I when I when I first saw him play it on Twitch, um, I asked him, I was like, Yo, so is this a buy or nah? And uh, he goes, oh, dude, a hundred percent a buy, oh, yeah. and like, cause he's he's like hardcore into Rust. He's 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 spent so many hours in that game as well as Ark, and so like he so when he's when he gives like a his kind of like a stamp of approval on a game like this, uh, I, I took it seriously. So I was like, all right, well, I, I've never enjoyed this ever. I've never enjoyed survival games. I've never enjoyed crafting games. I've never enjoyed any of this, but it's just it just hit different, and like and the fact that we. You know, maybe it's just the first time that I've had a, a full squad of people that are really interested in like building and 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 working together. Um, but at the same time, like I'm, I, I have my own private server that I'm like wildly having a blast on, like building massive like places, just you know, just to see what's possible. Uh, just really excited that you know, in our socially distanced world, yeah. there are ways you know through video games mm -hmm. for us to kind of collaborate, work together, um, and and achieve uh, just just. Fun, right? Just remembering to have fun, even though we're say, adults. Val, I think what Valheim captures is no, you can't. You can beat the game. Yeah. There's so much that you can discover. Like I don't want to spoil anything for you guys or anything else like that. But there's been people on TikTok showing things like there was yeah. a lightning storm, and the one dude was looking yeah. up and was like looking. The lightning was following something, and he was like, "Dude, what is that? Like, what is what is the lightning following?" And they're like, "Dude, that looks like a hammer." So people were thinking like Thor's in the game, like a Thor might be traveling throughout that world and doing certain things. There's certain monsters we haven't encountered yet. Um, just the other night we encountered a monster in the in the snow. If you guys haven't gone in the snow, go in the snow, figure it out. But there was like a monster we saw. I was like, what the? What is this? Like I, I was like, how this exists in this world? You know, you, you see something new every time you hop in, and it's that's what the best part is. Like you're constantly going for the next surprise the the next thing that you get to see that's new that you didn't think you would see so um i think until they release more stuff and until someone beats it that hype is going to continue because there's endless possibilities of going in there and the map is huge it's the world which is crazy it's so big but, and it's important to note that the game's still in early access like the know? game's not guaranteed to be finished mm -hmm. um so it's already pretty great um so i'm really looking forward to seeing where that one goes guys haven't gotten it yet i would say if you get got some buddies you're, you're looking for the next like open world game i would definitely uh hop yeah it's a fun it's a good game valheim sponsor us if you want to um but that, yeah please that, that'd be cool that being said uh we're gonna hop into our next ad break and we'll be right back with you guys and welcome back everybody you know it's been an awesome show um, this time around you know episode six 
um, uh, soon to be in the bag, ready for you to listen to, or you're, you're listening to it right now, which is amazing. Let us know what you think. Uh, you know, today we talked a lot about a lot of stuff. You know, we talked about you know where where we've been at in our lives. You know, you know whether it's been good or bad. There's been some stuff going on. Um, we talked a little bit about Valentine's Day. You know how it's treated us. What we what we tend to do. What we tend to think about it. Uh, we talked about the, the benefits of reconnecting with old friends through my experience here as being a part of a music video that's going to be coming out uh, hopefully in the spring. Um, you know, we we reached out across you know across the way and and showed some love to our Asian American friends and and let let you all know that again you don't have to be able to move a mountain to be someone's hero. Um, it goes a long way to kind of stick up and uh, and to speak up uh, when you see something going on in your community that you know. Uh, we we know is 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 something we shouldn't approve of. Um, we talk about the generation gap, right? Like difference between like the young generation talking about the purge versus like the zombie apocalypse. Um, overall, just kind of how you know growing up, we've seen it all. You know, whether it's our parents versus us versus the people below us, um, we all kind of fit in, and we all kind of have these different ideals of um, kind of going around. Um, we kind of wrapped it all together talking about what the benefits of social distance teamwork can be in the video game virtual world. We, sh we put a little bit of a spotlight on Valheim, a brand new survival game out there that, that's all about collaborative play um, and or just solo adventuring um, in private or public servers. Really, really an awesome game. Highly recommend giving it a, a look. Um, but as you know, gang, we are here at the end of the show um, as always, you can find me, Michael Hart, uh, under most handles at Kingpin Caribou. Um, if you're interested in yo-yos, you can also find me on, on uh, Instagram at KingpinCaribou.yoyo. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitch at Kingpin Caribou and TikTok at Kingpin Caribou. But yo, Graves, uh, you know, let's let's hear where you have to uh, where where you are uh, in the world and uh, let the people know where they can find you. Twitch and YouTube, it is King Graves Gaming, and then usually on everything else, it's either King Graves or King Dougie, but it's probably going to get to King Graves. And if you like Pokemon, people, the Pokemon pack opening, we'll, we'll be doing some of that on Twitch, so come on in, we'll have we'll have some fun. But Yo, it's coming. You know, I, 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 I was out at the store the other day, and I told you, I was like, you know, I was at Target, and I saw they were selling packs, and, uh, you know, I hate to say that I'm 30 years old and starting to get a Pokemon itch, and I just kind of... And I'm just thinking about it, man. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay humble.